This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Well, let's revisit uh, our uh, top story today. Premier David Eby, along with the Attorney General Nikki Sharma and Rachna Singh, our edu- uh, Education Minister, uh, had a major press conference to talk about cell phones. BC government is taking three major steps uh, to what it says is to protect children from online threats, it includes restricting cell phone use in schools, uh, setting up a service to remove photos from the internet and pursue predators, and create legislation to hold social media companies accountable for harms uh, they have caused. Here is uh, Nikki Sharma, who was speaking to our Jill Bennett earlier today uh, in regards to how they plan to address the issue uh, and the impact uh, cell phone use uh, is having in schools. Nothing's more important than protecting our kids. And I think a lot of parents out there are struggling with the cell phones and the technology in kids' life. There's a lot of benefits to it in terms of connecting with your kid, um, being able to have educational tools on there, but there's a lot of harm. And we know that cell phone usage during instructional times in schools can take away from the goals of learning, but also there's all these pressures on that phone, whether it's social media, the negative impacts of that, um, you know, all the other things that show up on the cell phone. So what we're going to be asking is for school districts to have policies in place that restrict the use of cell phones during instructional times. That was Attorney General Nikki Sharma speaking earlier today. Now, as I said, it's not just about restricting cell phones in school. Uh, the minister there, the Attorney General, says that they also want to create legislation to hold social media companies accountable for harms they have caused. At the press conference was Ryan Cleland and Nicholas Smith. They are parents uh, from the interior. Uh, they lost their 12-year-old son, Carson, uh, because he died of suicide after falling prey to online sextortion. Take a listen to uh, Mr. Cleland's comments. Carson panicked. Right then he made a snap decision and tried to take his own life. My wife Nicola came home and found him hanging by a thread on the floor. She called 911 and he hung on for hours. At around 20 after 1, October 13th, we had to make the worst decision any parent has ever had to make. And we had to take Carson off life support. That was Ryan Cleland uh, talking about uh, his son Carson, as I said, uh, died by suicide at the age of 12 after falling prey to online uh, sextortion. Joining me now to talk about today's uh, announcement and uh, the pending legislation is Jesse Miller, social media expert and founder of Mediated Reality. Jesse, thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me, Jess. Let's talk about the first issue, which is, of course, um, the restriction of cell phones in schools. Do you support that idea? Yeah, so we're seeing a lot of talk about bans. The restriction is is the key word here, and I think that some of the wordplay is going to become uh, a bit of a conflict point. Uh, Restriction is regulation. Regulation then applies to how we can uh, empower teachers and school districts to really put policies into place that allow for the devices to be used in healthy, pro-social, pro-participatory ways. We saw Ontario introduce a ban, and so the ban basically kind of puts an onus on parents to say, don't send your kids to school with phones or 
teachers are going to have to police this. But restrictions with understanding of each child's unique needs for personal devices uh, really is the effective way of introducing this conversation. Uh, Many have said that, look, the schools already have this. It's a question of whether or not uh, teachers and administrators have been aggressive in implementing it or uh, addressing it in their respective classes. Do you think that this type of comment, the commentary today and the announcement today really isn't going to accomplish more than which has already been happening in our schools anyway? Well, we, we knew that the premier and, and, and the ministers involved were going to be taking steps to really address some of the social media issues that we, we, we've experienced last week with Kevin Falcon announcing this, quote unquote, ban uh, at the ballot box. This conversation, I think, escalated into a space where it's not really a voting issue. The onus is on school districts to make choices about what the policies look like in their schools, about how mobile personal technology and personal property come into the building. Educators should have a decision about how these tools get used in their class. But we also need curriculum that reflects how to use these tools in healthy ways. And the, the controlled environment of, of secondary learning is the best place to learn how to regulate these devices, not only for the purpose of work, but the purpose of post-secondary education as well. Mm. Uh, now, uh, the broader issue uh, of, of holding social media companies accountable for harms they have caused, there is significant litigation in the United States where school districts have hired uh, lawyers. Many of them have worked uh, going after asbestos companies and, and um, big tobacco. Uh, I believe in Florida, they've advanced a bill banning social media for young teens under the age of 16. There are a variety of, of pending legislation from Congress. Other states are looking at, at, at other ways to address this issue. Um, can a subnational economy, which is the BC government, fundamentally have much of an impact on um, uh, search companies or on social media companies like Facebook that are worth billions and billions of dollars? These companies are bigger than governments. Can we really fundamentally have any impact on their core business model? I do appreciate the optimism from the premier and the minister when it comes to holding these companies accountable. The question is, what are the instances? And so that idea of harm, what kind of harm are we looking at? Is it the subjection of content and advertisements? Is it the the bullying that the person is individually receiving because the platform is the medium? Uh, And then does it open up a very large can of worms? Can equally we hold schools accountable because a school is a place where individuals come together and then bullying may happen in that space. If we look at it in a larger scope, we have seen in the European Union that advocacy for children in these spaces can come with healthy regulations that not only empower the young person to be able to grow with the tools, but also once they have got to a point where their maturity matches maybe their age and they turn around and say, you know, I made some posts online. I'd like to see these things taken down. That you can get a little bit of the, the advocacy that we'd like to see when it comes to advocating for young people in a space where they are quite vulnerable. But the other side of it, too, is the age gating. And so when we talk about this law in Florida, you know, they're saying uh, if you're under 16, it's quote unquote against the law. But how do you regulate that if anybody can sign up and anybody can make any age? You'd have to put in a process to be able to identify the person. And that opens up another conversation conversation of whether or not the internet is safer when we have the ability to be anonymous online. What obligation do these companies have to society? Well, as a whole, uh, none. Uh, um, They provide us a service where we choose as the users to use it for free. This is a convenience-based technology that allows us to stay connected. The hard part there is that when it comes to the terms and service, majority of the users themselves never take the time or the due diligence to really understand their responsibilities in that space. So we obviously know about harassment of individuals, whether they be young or old. Uh, We know about some of the toxic uh, tropes that we see online. But the reality of it is, is that there's always going to be a conversation 
of what's appropriate. And then if we can't, we can't match that with the existing laws that we have in place, then we have to find new ways of as, as a society understanding that the tools we're using in this space are extensions of our everyday environments. And so more and more users themselves can't be just looking to blame the companies. We have to hold ourselves accountable in that space. And that comes down to the message boards. We see our family members posting on social media. We see people sharing this information. Where do we start that from our homes and our communities and ask people, what is your intent in this space? Mm-hmm. Jesse, uh, lots to talk about, lots of, uh, lots to just digest uh, after today's announcement. Look forward to chatting with you uh, in the near future on this issue once again. Thanks so much. Thanks, Jeff.